Hello, welcome to Lisa Express Podcast. My name is Elizabeth Akwini and I am the lead counselor at the Lisa Express Consult. Here, our goal is to help you experience sexual, emotional, and mental wholeness, and that's what we do. Today, I'm going to be talking about what sexual mastery is not. One of the biggest challenges we've had with our clientele, potential clients, and um, older clients in particular, like older, when I mean older, I'm speaking of age now, not just clients we've had for a long time, is the concept of sexual mastery. Many of them feel like if they bring their child to us, we are going to sexually corrupt the person. There's a measure of sexual awakening in what we do, but that's not all there is to sex education. That's not all there is. For a lot of us, our sex education in the first place is super crappy and i say that unapologetically i have listened to people in their late 20s people in their early 30s talk about menstruation and they still think menstruation is egg dissolving i've spoken to people who think the vagina is the outer labia i've spoken to older women who still think you need to steam your vagina with hot water to clean it out like literally hot water you need to sit on very hot water to clean out your vagina i've listened to pretty ladies who think they need to put in pearls into their vagina to clean it out even when it means scattering the ph of their vaginas i've seen books for young men on sex education and when i pick it up 80 percent of the time what you're talking about is how to pleasure a woman we have this sex education imbalance in society where women are taught sex from the perspective of pleasing a man yeah understand i absolutely subscribe to the part where you get ready for sex for your partner i am pro-sexual mastery for your partner because i mean they can't be starving of what's out there and not be enjoying what's in here do you understand so i am on your side i've also seen great misinformation where the only thing people know about sexually is how to please someone else and they do not understand their own bodies and so every time this person makes every small comment they feel body shamed because they need this person to validate their body that is a problem in its own right even okay now that aside we have people who have been hurt and this hurt trickles into their sex life people who were raped and even if it was not a successful rape where it was just a sexual assault or an abuse or a general abuse where it could have been verbal it could have been body shaming whatever kind of abuse where people do not love their body and then it trickles into their sex life all of those things come together in your sex education so when we speak sex education, we're speaking biology, we're speaking how your body ought to work or how your body was designed to work. We're speaking how the mind works, how the brain is your biggest sex tool. Your biggest sex tool is not the penis or the vagina, it's your brain. Because if your brain is not getting the right signal, you don't experience the right signal down there. This time I was studying on the vagina, I was particularly reading Vagina by Naomi Wolf and um, there was a story of this lady who was experiencing sex she knows the sex is good like really great sex but she can't feel it so she could have had the most mind-blowing orgasm 
but after she stands up from the bed she doesn't have that after sex glow and it happened for a while and she had to go see her doctor like hey what's happening to me i know the sex is good i feel it bodily that the sex is good but i can't feel it mentally i can't feel it emotionally i can't get that post-sex glue what's happening it turned out that there was a nerve problem one of the nerve endings that runs from vagina to her brain wasn't sparking right like it wasn't getting signal <laughs> i don't know how else to describe it it wasn't getting signal and so even though the sex is good she can't tell you see this whole concept of teaching people sex education only to pleasure someone else that's also another reason why people lie about orgasms We've seen statistical studies where men say, oh, my woman always has an orgasm. And when they ask the women, over 70% of them go, no, I don't always have an orgasm. In fact, I haven't had an orgasm in this number of months and this number of years. And the men don't know because the woman feels she has to protect his ego. And so she lies consistently. All of this groundwork I have laid is to let you understand why we do sex education and what sexual mastery is not sex education is not promiscuity sex education does not expose you to pornography if i cannot teach you about your body without pornography then i'm sorry to say i'm a terrible teacher i should be able to explain i should be able to help you understand what sex is how your body works without exposing you to addictive content pornography is addictive i am not even saying do it or don't do it i'm just saying it's addictive so if i cannot teach you sex without addictive content then we have a problem that's number one number two sex education can happen with or without toys for adults I should be able to teach you, I should be able to help you understand how your system works and how to make the best use of it with or without external help. For example, let me pick up the case of lubricant. If you have sex and it's painful and you need to use lubricant, is there a possibility that you are always impatient before penetration and so you end up hurting your partner? Is there a possibility that your partner is not enjoying the whole thing and they are just there in the moment to do it for you like they are rendering you a service and then you you tell them thank you so it's like one bang thank you ma that's what's happening is there a possibility there's a possibility that you need a lubricant but there's also a possibility that you have not exhausted your biological options which could include more foreplay more um, stability more feeling of peace trust is there a possibility that your partner doesn't trust you enough to let go their body in your hands because part of what happens sexually is a measure of mutual vulnerability where each person can be absolutely open is there a possibility because many times when we think of sex education one of the first things that comes to our head is that oh we're going to enter this room full of sex toys and there's going to be dildos and vibrators and this and that and that's what's going to happen but that's not necessarily it but you're just going to come into this class and there's somebody going to put on pornography on the screen and and show you how the penis entered the vagina that's not what it is sometimes all you need in sex education is how your body works 
when we teach sexuality code to teenagers we're helping them understand how their body works we're checking out what they are attracted to how they absorb information how they find attraction how they realize the attraction how they experience it how they express it so if you want to sexually abstain at sexuality code we are helping you look at oh okay so what are your triggers what are the environments how do we put a stop to it how do we manage it curtail it depending when you decide to have sex if you're someone who is sexually active and you are attending sexodemy for couples sexodemy is highly extensive the vocabulary is larger wider than whatever i can do on this podcast because teenagers are listening here sexodemy is highly intense now if you're in sexology and then you have a partner and you're willing to experiment a few things with your partner that's different that's another kind of sex education so when we speak of sex education we're not talking about promiscuity no if you're a parent listening to me right now like just delete it delete it from your head because that's not what it is if you do not expose your children to sex education in the episode how we all fund pornography that's a podcast episode but there's also a webinar on the website at www.lizaexpress.com if you listen to that episode you will find me explaining how we expose teenagers to pornography how we expose young adults around us to pornography because we don't teach them we don't fortify them we don't engage them we don't let them know and so even when they come around abused they don't know the ability to understand your body and how to be pleasured and how to pleasure your partner doesn't now mean you jump from person to person if you do that is a personal decision but that's not a function of your sex education that's not a function of what you learned from us that's not a function of what you learned from any class or any person that's a function of your decision so if you're a parent listening in or if you're a romantic partner listening in and your partner is saying oh we need to get a bit of education on this we need to expand there's always room for expansion there's always room for learning that doesn't get extreme that doesn't bring you into an addictive place that doesn't bring you into a place of promiscuity that doesn't bring you into a place of unease if the information is too much by all means it will be cut down to what you can handle that's why even sexodemy is in levels you can choose to stop at any level do you understand so keep calm rest whether you're a christian who subscribes to abstinence or you're someone who just has value boundaries and saying oh i don't want to experiment this level of sex or this level of sex is too intense or you're someone who is very sexual and you want to know how to work with that how to bring your partner into that level of sexual activity sex education works for you at different levels so nobody's just going to come ahead and dump all the information on you if you are in a sex class where they dump everything on you then something is wrong somewhere if you're in a sex education class where they cannot teach you sex without pornography something is wrong with the teaching curriculum if you're in a sex education class where they cannot teach you without um, sex toys and all the others then something is wrong with the curriculum except that was what you went there looking for except that was what you went there looking for but if you did not go there looking for that you absolutely have your right to say hey this information is too much for me and i cannot take it and no one dares to laugh at you so if your child is being taught sex education in school if i were you i would check out the curriculum i would demand it for the curriculum i'll check what you're teaching my child so i know how to counter what is incorrect i know how to expatiate on it 
I make sure I am schooled myself so I can teach the younger people around me. And if I am someone who is in a romantic relationship, I would want to take a sex ed class with my partner because I want to know what he knows about sex. I want to know his sexual expectations of me. I want to know what he expects, what he wants to experience, what his fantasies are like. And if we both can't have that conversation alone, there is nothing wrong with getting an expert to help us out or going into a class with other couples and learning together. I hope this helps you combat abuse, combat addiction. I hope this helps you stay educated in the right way. Have a great week. Like I said, don't forget to check out content on our website at www.lisaexpress.com. Check out our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Lisa Express C. Bye.